recording in progress. Now, please All state right. your mother's maiden name, your the street you grew up on, your first pet's name. <laughs> well, um, I'm like Wall, so <laughs> I am a loud motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I speak up. You know me. But I'm oh, here. Yeah. I'm I'm here to to complain a lot of a lot of the shit that's happening in this fucking world. So I know you can relate to that. Oh yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're definitely gonna. That I would say trigger <laughs> warning, but I don't want to warn anybody because I want them to get triggered. So <laughs> I'm definitely gonna trigger a lot of motherfuckers here. <laughs> I, I sometimes like I've been off uh, Twitter for a while. Or I was off Twitter for a while, and then I tried to go back, and they just like they banned like seven of my accounts in a row. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. And like, I, I have the podcast page still, and I forgot how fucking soft people are. It's retarded. Everybody's so fucking sensitive these days. Uh, I got off Twitter. Uh, <clears throat> I think my last tweet was like December thirty first of twenty twenty one. So I have not gone back. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, it's fun, but it's just, it fucking sucks up all your time, and you're just fucking sitting there, you know, you want to argue with everybody, and, you know, you can't really speak your mind, because if you speak your mind and call somebody a fucking faggot, go eat a dick, you know? Uh, oh, it's over. It's you know, over. It's over, you know? It's like, you're going to get fucking banned, you're going to be fucking labeled as a big guy, and fucking homophobic, but, you know, and, and, and that hasn't changed. I mean, people are still getting fucking shadow banned. They're still getting fucking, you know, suspended for the stupidest things. This is why. Yeah. So when I went back to Twitter like a month ago, probably the first tweet I put out was like, basically, like, you guys need to stop sucking Elon's dick. Like, you guys all hated him a year ago because he like Tesla sold their Bitcoin. And now you guys are sucking his dick because he bought Twitter and they banned me instantly. And I'm like, everybody's like, oh, he's going to bring back all the suspended accounts. I'm like, no, he's not, dude. I have like fucking nine meme accounts that are still permanently banned for life. <laughs> like they literally send me a, a I tried to sign into all of them when I went back to Twitter because I was like, all right, cool. All my all my shit should be back. Like, I'm no I'm nobody. Like, I think the most followers I've ever had on an account was like maybe 2000, maybe. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, all my shit should be back. Nope, nothing's back. Everything's still permanently banned. They're like, yeah. they, they change some of the shit you're allowed to post now. So like, you can't post any like bodily fluids. No, like, and I posted raunchy shit when I first started making memes, like tons of scat memes and like two girls, one cup memes. Like, <laughs> they're like, you have way too much shit to delete. We can't even tell you what you need to delete. You're just never getting it back. But they don't really delete like your account. It's still there, even though as they say it's suspended. But they don't. I don't think the data's removed, so no. it could always it could always be restored. I don't know uh, what happens to your followers or people you follow. I don't. That I have no idea about. But it'll get restored when you like run for office or do something important in your life, like outside of Twitter. You know what I mean? Like you try to do yeah. something with your life and you speak up and say something, and then all of that shit that you couldn't have any access to and was supposedly yeah. deleted forever, we'll be on the 6 o'clock news. Yeah, I have I've already given up hope on my original account. That I, I mean, I registered that account like in 2007. So that was like 
the account that I had, and that's the one that got suspended. And I started creating aliases and whatnot. But I, you know, every time I get bored, I would like go to that account and it's telling me, oh, you're suspended, but you can do an appeal. So I go and I fucking go on the forum and I fucking start making up like the story that I fucking, you know, Elon Musk is my cousin. And he's going <laughs> to. He's gonna fuck your shit up if you don't fucking reinstate my account, you piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm and I've submitted so many things, you know, like I just woke up from a coma. I found out my fucking Twitter account got taken over. I have no idea. I'm a, you know. <laughs> so no, 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 no luck at all. No, no. <laughs> I, I I haven't convinced anybody over there to be able to uh, restore my account, but I don't give a fuck anyways. I would. You're I so you shadow banned, like. The one that you do have still, like, I tried to tag you in the post for this episode, and I, I typed your name in, and nothing came, like, no suggestion came up for me to, like, link you. So I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go to his page. So I went to your page, and I copy and pasted your username, and it still didn't give me a suggestion. I just had to type it, and it showed up blue. So I, like, typed it, and it showed up blue, and I posted it, and then I went and checked the post, and if you click on it, it takes me to your account. But it won't, no like... Dude, no suggestions, nothing. They're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, fuck him. He's posting too many titties. He's yeah, dude, too, too much prom. Yeah, yeah. I'm yelling at everybody, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking funny how people get so triggered these days. You know, it's so easy to fucking just get somebody just to literally just go berserk on just, you know, a, a few letters that you can just say to them online as an anonymous person, you know, they get so fucking triggered. And I can just imagine some people just fucking banging on their keyboard, you know, fucking wishing you were dead and all this stuff, you know, but they're the ones that, you know, believe in equality, you know, and believe in, you know, universal income, universal health care, all this fucking crap. And but it's fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I mean, I had, I, softest I, people. I had a lot of fun, but that's that's the way it is now. You know, everybody's becoming so soft, like, you know, men are becoming, you know, so feminine. And it's like, what happened to masculinity? You know, why, why, why did it become such a bad thing to be, uh, you know, a, let's say a smart ass or a fucking, you know, a tough guy or somebody just doesn't take shit from nobody? You know, why did that become such a you know, a stigma, you know, like a, a toxic thing, you know, it's not toxic. I mean, there's, you know, there are people who are toxic, a toxic person is somebody who, you know, who's fucking doesn't even get to know you and calls you a piece of shit or, you know, just doesn't want to talk to you. You know, that's a toxic person, right? You know, they're not, they don't, they don't want to get to know you at all. So I, I, I can consider it toxic, but to, you know, call people out and, you know, give your opinion, however it is that you're giving it, how is that toxic? Is it toxic to fucking want to work out and be, you know, make your body better? Is it toxic to fucking want to, you know, dress a certain way that, you know, other people don't like it because you look like a supremacist or something? Like, what the fuck? It's, I'm glad you bring this up, right? Because I was going to, I was going to try to ease into this, but I'm glad you're, uh, you're not. So I can just. No, kinda... I fucking, I like to go in raw, <laughs> you know, no condom. <laughs> right Me in too. <laughs> so, uh, like, I'm glad you bring this up, right? Hold on. Let me get a sip of coffee. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, right? You know why if you look at mainstream media, if you look at mainstream uh, television programming, any of the big companies, you know exactly why all all of that stuff is considered toxic. Um, 
and all of that stuff is considered wrong. Like masculinity is considered wrong. Um, and it, it, it's a problem in the, in the, the idea that like you have these two things that appear to be opposing ideologies where, um, you have somebody who follows what the mainstream media is saying right now, right? That like, uh, it's, it's terrible to be masculine. Um, testosterone is a toxin in the body. Um, you know, that James Cameron just said that like, but it's, but it's, but it's so funny because let's look at sports. Everybody in sports is very masculine, you know, the male sports, even the female sports, you know, that they can, you can say like some of those girls are masculine, you know, because they're, they're very athletic. They're strong. They're stronger than your average girl. Why is nobody saying nothing about sports? I mean, we're so obsessed with sports as a, you know, multi, uh, you know, billion dollar industry. But that's okay. But if the regular Joe is masculine outside, you know, he's a piece of shit. Like, who the fuck he is, you know? Yeah, well, it's bread and circuses. Like, the, yeah. the, the sports keep you distracted from what's really going on. But what people don't realize is that, you, like I said, you have these people who are like, oh, yeah, toxicity is terrible. Uh, you know, you, you go get a vasectomy because uh, white privilege, like all this crazy shit, right? And then you have what people perceive as the opposite idea, which is like this Andrew Tate guy that just got arrested. Right. That like which their view and, you know, most of the red pill community, which is a is a fucking shame because a lot of the shit they're dead on with. But like to come out and say, like, uh, a real man doesn't settle down with one woman. He should be able to you know, if you're top 10 percent of men, you should be able to fuck as many women as you want. You don't settle down. Um, it's all about making money and buying cars and having status. And what people don't realize is those two things lead to the same ending. They both fulfill the mission of the powers that be what they want. What the powers of that course. be don't want is they don't want you to get married. They don't want you to settle down and have kids and feel like you have enough. No, because when you're settled down, you know, you're not trying to ex- impress, you know, every other girl that's out there. You know, you're not spending money, to, you know, to, you know, to be able to go, you know, pick up as many girls that you want under your belt and stuff. You know, they want you to be spending and spending and, you know, keep following, you know, whatever it is that they're fucking selling. That's what they want. That's why they want, you know, the uh, the female and the male to not be together. They want them just to fuck around. They don't want them to create a union where they will create a family with a foundation. They don't want that. They want both. They, they want both genders to because there's actually only two genders, by the way. They only they want both genders to work their asses off for the system. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't want they don't want you to have. The problem is, right, when you have a family, right, we're both family men. So when you have a wife and you have kids and you set up this strong family unit, your your perspective shift goes from I need to consume and I need to buy this because what will people think to are my kids and my wife taken care of? Is there a roof over their head? Are they fed? OK, I'm happy. Yeah, and you're not, you know, you're not on Instagram, you know, showing off, you know, brand new clothes that you probably will only wear once 
all because you want to get that attention, you know. A lot of the, you know, people just, you know, they want to show off how they look on Instagram. Look at the nice suit that I have. Look at this beautiful dress that I bought, you know. And and we, it's, we come like this obsession of, you know, like the image, you know. And all these people are just, you know, spending money on, you know, like clothing is wasted so much. There is so much waste in the clothing industry. It's ridiculous. And a lot of the clothes that you buy now are all, they call it like fast fashion. And it's basically just done with like fucking stupid ass materials. So a lot of plastic fibers inside the clothing. And, you know, because people are just throwing so much of these clothes that they hardly ever wear because they want to have like that new look. They want to have that new style. All of that shit goes into the dumpsters and it fucking eventually ends up in the fucking oceans. Yeah. It's a consume world. They can't get you. You don't consume as much if you're a strong family unit. And when you create a strong family unit and you're a man that leads your family, your children are no longer looking to the state for how they should think, what they should do next. You know, that's why you have this culture where single women are glorified. Uh, the idea of hookup culture, um, you know, all stops for a woman uh, are gone. Right. We we talk about like or the mainstream media likes to talk about how like women are oppressed. Uh, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. Oppressed, bro. It's so it, much easier to be a woman today than it is to be a man. It is ridiculous how, you know, I think it's just fucking it's, it's a shame that we have so many women nowadays who are basically sex workers. And, you know, and it's like a thing to have an OnlyFans if you're a female. And, you know, you have some of these girls who are like, not even, you know, didn't even finish college. And, you know, they're thinking it's like, it's kind of like the new becoming a stripper, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like a lot of the strippers, you know, they 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 go into it because they want to pay for their college. They have, you know, they have a lot of have a lot of loans. They need to pay for it. I understand that. OK. But the thing is, a lot of them just get hooked into that easy money and they forget about what the hell they were doing, you know, going to college for in the first place, you know. So and now it's just become such a normalized thing to go ahead and fucking sell your body online. And it's not a big deal. And I think also the big problem is we have so many fucking men who are so weak and they'll spend money just to look at a girl online and just strip herself. So we're like feeding each other on this thing where you have a lot of fucking simps who are willing to just sit at home, you know, masturbate to like maybe 20 girls online, spend a lot of money because they don't want to go outside because they're fucking antisocial and, and they don't know how to re- how to act around people. And you got the woman who, you know, see this as an opportunity to make a lot of money sitting at home. And then, you know, they end up getting to like a certain age where like they didn't prepare for nothing. They don't have a man. And now they're like in their 30s and they're trying to look for that man to settle down with. But they're 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 already damaged at that point. Like, who the fuck is gonna want to marry the girl that had an OnlyFans for like five six years and they're only twenty six? Right. Like what? You know. I mean, Rats. no normal man will want to do that. So, I mean, no. I'm sorry, girls. If you're do- doing OnlyFans, fucking stop doing that shit. Yeah, stop doing that shit. Get your get, have some fucking pride. 
Cut, knock There's... that shit off. I don't care what any guy tells you. Deep down, even the biggest simp on the planet, deep down, unless he's got some kink about it, doesn't want to be with a girl who 25,000 guys have seen her asshole. I'm sorry. It's just reality. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, women bring less to the table now than they ever have in history. And, you know, as terrible as that might sound, it's what it is. Like, women, <laughs> you know, men value youth and purity. It's just too many, too many of them online right now. Too many. Um, I mean, I understand we have the porn industry. You have porn, porn girls, porn stars. But now I there's just... The, like the ratio of how many porn stars there are girls who actually do it professionally you know they they have sex compared to the amount of girls who stripped you know insert all kinds of objects inside of them on only fans and and sites like that it's like phenomenal it's like the ratio is just there's way too many of them like regular girls just doing this and it's just fucking amazing that this is happening and and nobody's talking about it and if you say something like you know, you're being a slut doing this. They were like, no, I'm not sleeping with nobody. How am I a fucking slut? You know, I'm just selling my body and you have these sins who are going to pay for it. But yes, you're but now everything that you're showing off online is going to stay on the, online forever. So now think about your future kid. I hope that, you know, your kid's not going to one day find out, you know, this, this is my mom. She did this and she did that online. You know, it's, it's, it's not good. We can't we can't build families like that. Where, you know, like, you know, like your mother was like stripping online and fucking showing her clit all over the place. Like, what the fuck? The problem is, is it's a <clears throat> we live in an era of dopamine hits. Like everything is a constant dopamine cycle. And, it is. Like, you know, I have this conversation with my oldest son too much. And, I, you know, he'll say to me, like, I'm bored. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck. What, do you, what the fuck do you mean you're bored? You're fucking 11. <laughs> like, go outside. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I'm bored. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear I'm bored. You it's know what I'm problem. saying? Like, in everything. And I, I tell we're... him, like, life is not always exciting, dude. There's not always something like, con like constant action happening. Like, life is not a movie. Yeah. Everybody wants satisfaction all the time. That's the thing. You know, they can't. They, they're not used to a life where you don't have a phone. Like, you know, like most people, if they lose their phone, they want to know what the fuck to do for like the rest of the day. They just, you know, they get a panic attack. How am I going to function? You know, I don't have my phone with me. I don't remember anybody's number. You know, like most people, like if you ask them, what is your mother's number? They're not going to be able to tell you who, you know, what their mother's number is because they're just used to just going on their phone and looking up their mother's name and just, you know, click and call. You're not paying attention to that phone number, you know. So we're so we're so dependent on, on technology to give us that satisfaction that we crave every day. But now we're over craving that satisfaction. And it's just and it's causing a dysfunction in us where we ease, we can we get easily bored. And, and if we get too bored, we start to become depressed, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, <clears throat> I don't really uh, struggle with the boredom thing. And I think it has something to do with, I, 
my mind has changed about like mental disorders, quote unquote, in the last couple of years and seeing how fucked up like the psychological industry or the psychology industry is. Um, but like once upon a time, I was told I have like OCD. Right. So uh, like I tell my wife, like even when we're not talking, we could be sitting in the same room together and I don't have to say anything for an hour because it's so fucking loud inside my head. Like there's always ideas going on and like what I'm going to do next, what I'm going to do six months from now, what I'm working on, like what projects I got going on. All that shit is constantly going. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's like, you know, I mean, everybody's always thinking about something, right? I mean, I'm the same way. Like it takes me a while. It takes me like an hour to go to sleep because it takes me like an hour for me to tell my mind to just slow down. Because if, if if I'm thinking of stuff, I can't sleep, you know? So I have to just relax for an hour and then that's when I go to when I go to bed. Yeah, it's so I don't struggle with that, but I am around a lot of people who do. And like uh like on the weekends when I'm home and I don't have work, if I don't have anything else going on, like we go out, we went out this morning, we uh we deliver eggs on Sunday mornings. Um and we went out delivering eggs this morning, I left my phone at home. Like I don't I don't need to bring my phone with me. The only people I need to talk to are in the car. I'm with my wife and my kids like everybody else can wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or and my wife has her phone with her. If like if somebody needs to get a hold of us for some emergency, like they can call her. But I have no need to be on my phone. I want to be present. I want to enjoy that time because, of course, dude, I lost I, I lost my I, dad a couple of years ago. And like I'd give anything to have five more minutes with him. And I think about all the times like I was around him and I was on my phone. And that's when you realize, you know, how much you missed them because you realize all the missed moments that you could have had. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I mean, I think that, uh, you know, real interactions are like something that we're missing a lot, you know, in these days, you know, technology phase. Everybody, you know, interacts so much on the on the Internet. And, you know, I, you know, I know that, you know, Bitcoiners, you know, we have conference that we go to and that's, you know, those are the times that we get to see each other in real life and hang out, you know, and, and that's great, you know, but um, like when we go back home, you know, a lot of us, you know, don't go out this much, you know, and, but when we do go out, we go out and get fucking wasted and we drink and, you know, we're drinking every weekend and, you know, we forget about just, you know, just sitting down and just hanging out with friends, you know, maybe playing music together, you know, maybe talking about, you know, you know, building a business together, talk about whatever it is that you're building, you know, like, like when I see you in the, in the telegram group that you put together, you know, we're all, everybody's, you know, building like their own homestead. I love that shit. I, I love seeing the progress, you know, and I'm like very happy seeing, you know, how you're, you know, building yourself up and being sustained and, you know, not being, not being dependent on, everything else is out there. You know, you're, you're raising your own animals. You're teaching your kids, you know, how to live off the land. You, you know, they're growing up with animals. It's very important for, you know, for, you know, quality of life to have these things instead of just having a family where everybody's on their phone and they're not talking to each other. You know, this is how they spend their evening. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I, my, so I struggle with it with my wife. Um, cause my wife, her professional job is uh, marketing. And so she deals with social media all the time. And like, she'll invite her sister over or something and she'll come over and like, they'll sit three feet apart on the couch and both be on their phones and like sending each other shit from like TikTok. And I'm like, 
You guys could have done this from fucking two towns away. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I say it a... just like that. Yeah, you got to take advantage. <clears throat> I mean, when 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 you're physically next to somebody else, like your friend, your you know your your lover, you know your cousin, your brother, whatever it is, you know. You should be interacting with that person physically, you know, like with my kids, you know, we do a lot of wrestling. I wrestle with them a lot. And and I did that with my oldest. And and I noticed that, you know, me wrestling with him, you know, tough wrestling, you know, throw him around and letting him throw me around, you know, uh, all that physical, you know, activity had helped them growing up. You know, I, I saw it, you know, how he was interacting in the playground, you know, and and I think that, you know, being able to do that with your, with your dad, your mom, whatever, you know, just playing around like that is a good thing for, you know, like your mental state and how you're going to be social and how you're going to be able to deal with things that are happening outside, you know? Yeah, so many kids don't get that nowadays. Like, it, at, everywhere you go, we go out to eat and you, like, it is sad. To, like, it used to make me angry but now it just makes me sad like you go out to to eat and you look over at a table and there's a mom and a dad and the mom and the dad are on their phone and there's two kids and the both kids have a a tablet on a stand in front of them so they can watch something on the tablet yeah. while they wait 15 minutes for their food to show up uh-huh. and nobody's talking it's a family no, you know nobody like and and this is the problem this happening where you know a lot of a lot of mel- men- mental illness is developing because you don't have that connection with your father or your mother and you don't have enough physical and verbal communication because you're so you're too focused on what everybody else is doing this not even your family i mean it could be your friends and stuff but family is the most important thing the worst part know? is most of the time it's people they'll never even fucking meet no, yeah, that's the thing, you know. Some asshole and, you follow on Instagram that's got three million followers. And the but most that's important, more important. And the most important person is sitting right across from you at the table every night, but you don't interact with that person. You know, you might say hey, and 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 you know that's it. But you know the that conversation is so is has become such a a rare thing, you know, with with a lot of families that you come to a point where. You don't know your son anymore. You know, you you end up finding that, okay, uh, my son, you know, he wants to be a homosexual. Like, where the fuck did this come from? Or yeah. my son is or my or my son is being bullied in school and I had no idea this was happening. You know, and, and I have a, I have an actual real story like that. A, a couple where they sent their skid out here um in New York and he was being bullied. And the parents had no idea, and this was happening for like two years. That's and, you know, crazy. And he was like just traumatized. This kid that were like just bullied every day. They were like bullying him every fucking day. But because he had no communication with his dad, he the dad never found out, and the yeah. kid never, never, never felt like he can talk to his dad about this problem. You know, and that's the thing, because you're so into. The phone in front of you, you forget how to communicate with the people that actually matter in your life. Yeah, hell yeah. I had this dude uh, who was a mentor of mine um, when I <clears throat> when I stopped doing heroin, like, I don't know, seven years ago. Uh, I had this dude that was a mentor of mine, and he was like this, this li- not a dude that I would ever, like, 
talk to outside of like I was fucking sick and like 30 days off dope. Like I would never talk to this dude, right? Scrawny little white dude, like goofy as hell. But <laughs> he put a bunch of time together. He put like a decade together and not not getting hot. And uh Good I, for remember, him. I remember him saying to me, the most important people in your life are the people in front of you right now. Because you don't know true. what's going to happen when you walk out that door. It may be somebody you've never met before, but the person directly in front of you is the most important person in your life at this moment. Because it may That's be the true. last person you ever talk to. Because they're the ones that are, you know, your biggest support are the ones who are always next to you, you know? Yeah. And, and, we, and we take that for granted, you know, too much because we're so distracted with, you know, how are we going to, you know, what way do we have to be for society? You know, we know how we have to watch what we say online, how we have to, you know, be more considerate to other people. Like I hear in New York, like people feel bad for criminals. Like this, you know, people are robbing stores up and down and crazy. And when they're getting arrested, people are like, you know, he didn't do nothing. You know, he's struggling. This is why he's doing that. Like that's not just it's, it's it's no justification, you know. Oh no, but he's robbing the fucking right A, you know, that's a big corporation, that's okay. No, it's not okay, you know, because when the looters start looting, they're not just picking fucking target, they're not just picking, you know, big department stores to fucking loot. They're they're looting everyone. You know, yeah, they're, and they're not stealing fucking... bread and fucking diapers for their kid. They're stealing flat screens and fucking phones. And designer clothes. Yeah. Like, don't give me that shit that they're out there stealing to feed their family. No. Fucking blow that's, me. No, the struggle's not real like that. They're doing that because they fucking feel like they can get away with it. And they feel and they and they have gone away with it. And it's fucking ridiculous. Like just now, like when we had that big winter storm, that blizzard that fucking blanketed, you know, Buffalo, New York, people started looting everywhere. Like, what the fuck? What what do you need to go loot? What do you need a fucking flat screen TV now in the fucking snow? It's yeah. What do you lock down? <laughs> like, what's the city locked down for? Maybe a week. Maybe. You're not gonna tell me you don't have enough shit in your house to get through a week. Come on. Maybe not. Should I actually want to eat? But I mean, I, I go down to eating fucking cans of black beans if I have to. Like, you know what I mean? We're gonna live. Yeah. Like I, I don't. <clears throat> I don't know. That shit doesn't make sense to me. The problem That's is. When it, when it comes to that shit, the problem is we've lost all sense of community. If you yeah. live somewhere, uh, even in somewhere like New York City, it used to be. It's not anymore. No, like not some, anymore. Somewhere like New York City, you had a small neighborhood and you had people who knew each other. Yeah. And you walk in the store and the person in the local deli knew you by name. Right. They knew your order when you walked in. You walk That's in to get a coffee. They knew how you liked your coffee before you even got to the debt. You before you even got to the counter, your coffee was ready. Yeah. When that shit ends, and you no longer have a sense of community, people no longer feel the need to act morally. There's. It's just that there isn't. You know, when there's too much density in a, in a piece of land, you cannot create a connection where everybody knows each other because there's just too many people, and 
you know, when you don't have that connection, like in small towns where everybody knows each other, you know, all those people are creating this good energy, you know, positive energy. And this, you know, this is being created out here. It's like there's so much mixed emotions and the energy is so different back and forth. It's just so much conflict. And that's why cities are a fucking breeding ground for crime. Yeah, there's shit going. And there's no need to have yeah. them. This is the worst part. There is absolutely no logical reason that cities need to even exist. The entire population of the United States could fit inside of Alaska. There is no need for cities to exist. Everybody could be spread out. Everybody could have their, yeah. but they, they don't want it that way. It's no, hard to want control that. people when they're separated like that. Of course. Yeah. And it's, it's harder. And, and, you know, it's, but the one thing that I've always been fascinated on is, like, I mean, I grew up in the city, but I've traveled to the country a lot. I love going out to the country and, you know, going camping and, and whatnot. Just, I just, I love it uh, for many reasons. I uh, One of them is I like the hospitality of people outside the city. They have a different mentality. Um, they're, they're more accepting. They don't, I guess they haven't suffered as much experiences that people do in the city in the city everybody's always watching their back you know you, you don't trust nobody in the city uh you know in the country people are more trustworthy in that sense but the one thing that always you know baffled me is there's a lot of uh drug use in the country and a lot of depression in terms of like you know like for instance i was looking for places to live and i looked at wyoming because it's a beautiful state then I came to find out Wyoming has the highest rate of suicide in the country. Holy for shit. A, for a state that, like, hardly nobody's over there. Like, are people, like, bored to death? The problem is the consumerism that that society pushes on everybody makes people who are living somewhere, like, like you live near the city or in the city, I'm not sure, but um you have that yearn to be somewhere where there's more peace the society is set up in a way to make people who live in the places you want to go feel like they're missing something by being there yeah that's true and you go places like that like the average household income is fucking nothing because the cost of living is nothing yeah you know you can buy a house up the other piece of property i have in maine you can buy a three bedroom house on a couple acres for a hundred grand. Like what the fuck does a hundred grand get you in Boston? Nothing. Nothing. A parking not even space. A, yeah. Not even a one bedroom, not right. even a studio probably. Yeah. So it's this crazy, like life is much simpler, but people have lost uh society pushes a view that forces people to not realize yeah how good they have it. Like I was fortunate enough to travel, uh, you know, and throughout my twenties, I traveled a lot for work and like, I saw a lot of different places. I got to live a lot of different places and my wife grew up in the city. So once like we got married and it was time to settle down, it was like, we don't want to fucking live there. Like we want to <laughs> live somewhere quiet. Like my wife, we were actually laughing about this driving in the car today. She was like, you know, when I lived in the city, when I was like 19, I lived in an apartment in the city. The fire department was across the street 
I had, oh, I, had yeah. I had neighbors like right on top of me. She's like, I didn't hear any of that noise. She's like, we've been living in our house for like three years and I can hear the tires of a truck coming from two miles away. I can hear him coming down the road because nobody drives by my house. She's like, I can hear him coming down the road. It's crazy. All that time I spent around all the noise and I never noticed it. Now we're out here. Now I notice everything. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's quiet. Like, I, I don't know. I love it out here. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It gives me an opportunity to raise my kids in a way of course. that most people will never get the opportunity to raise their kids. That is very true, and you know that's something that I I have to make that move soon because I don't want my, you know, my oldest now he's eight, but I don't want him to, um, to be a problem for him to change. You know, I have to do it now early on before yep. he gets older because, you know, I don't want him to be like you know let's say fifteen and let's and I'm like hey let's go you know we got this beautiful house you know somewhere out in the country and he's gonna be like I don't want to go. I love the city, you know? Yeah, it's fucking boring. I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to be like, you know, it's boring. But my kids love camping, and, and I got them really into camping. So we do it a lot, and we go we go hiking and stuff. So he likes that, but I don't want to get to a point where it'll be harder for him to integrate somewhere else because he's going to be older. So I'd rather do it when he's younger. Yeah, that's – we. Uh, it was like a big stretch for us to, to buy this place and, like, live here. And we lived on, like – straight up ramen with nothing when we moved here. But it was like, what's the alternative? Like the, the alternative is to buy a place somewhere. I don't want to live. Yeah, no, you don't want to, you want to be, you want to be someplace that you feel comfortable in where you're, where you're peace, you know?